Welcome to another episode of Not Your K Podcast. I am your host, Henna. And today, we're going to talk about the overweight unicorn in the room. That's right, Map of the Soul 7, BTS's most recent release. Map of the Soul 7 has a total of 20 tracks, with the final and 20th track being the title track on featuring Sia and um, all of these songs even the ones that we've heard before um, up until track seven they sort of reach for all types of emotions I feel like Um, even though the first few songs are repackaged from previous albums um, I was watching an interview with BTS um, earlier today. I remember Rap Monster saying that this album was sort of a journey for them <clears throat> looking back to see where they came from in order to continue on where they're going. And I'm going to pull out a Moana quote. I'm, I remember Maui saying something to of the sort like, you know where you're going by knowing where you've been. And that's definitely something that I got from this album for sure like going through all of the songs one by one even if I I was starting like starting off with persona down to boy with love make it right um once you get down to the newer tracks like um shadow black swan and on you can definitely tell that there's a progression and sort of like a frustration with not knowing where you're going not knowing or not remembering where you came from or who you are and that's something that I can appreciate about this group in particular is that they're extremely honest um, with themselves with their fans and you can hear it in their music um, and that's something that I've learned to really appreciate about them like like I said before, I just want to reiterate that I was never in ARMY to begin with. I knew of B- BTS when they first debuted in 2013, but their debut at the time, for me, it, it just wasn't strong enough to, like, remember um, or for me to just, like, stand them or like them enough to, you know, listen to them all the time. But, you know, I listened to... A song here or there like um, Boy in Love was one song that I got into um, and then in the dope era is when I like when BTS really started trying like piquing my interest because it seemed like they sort of revamped themselves you know became a different group I mean y'all like in 2013 they had Jungkook rapping like why was that man rapping have you heard my time? Like, obviously he should have been, he should have been singing from the get-go from the beginning. And obviously, I mean, they've improved incredibly and it, it feels like they've found their niche and they've figured out who they are as artists. And like I said before, this is a time for them to experiment because they have such a strong fan base. But even if they were experimenting and didn't have a strong fan base, like, this album for me would have been it like it would have been the album for me to start liking them um more 
but save me uh was the the song or like yeah the group of songs that really had me um sold on bts and the reason is because they put out big hit put out a behind the scenes video of them um filming save me and and uh they were running around behind the cameraman so that each member could get their own like solo spot in the dance video it's just it's just the dance video um but for me that really showed like their care for their work their care and devotion to to one another and um honestly like I hadn't seen anything like that in a long time so once the once I saw that it was it was game over for me I mean for me it's hard for me to claim a another group and be a part of another like fan fan base so through and through I will always be a Cassiopeia but BTS is just one of those groups that I can't not get behind you know after especially after this this album um so we all know that it starts off with um persona um RM, rm's sort of solo and you hear him in there you know like questioning who he is and there's even a part i looked up the translation earlier because i didn't feel like translating it myself but i looked up the translation earlier and this this part really struck me he was talking about um am i a pig or a dog and um there was a an explanation from i forget the website there was an explanation saying that um the director of education in south korea was talking about the the people of south korea are either pigs or dogs we just need to keep them alive and that's that's another reason why i love bts is because they don't just talk about love and after 12 years listening to k-pop there there have been so many songs about love like but this man this group is one of those groups that questions societal norms and like even huge controversies within the government their own government and i think that's crazy because if this was any other group who made a comment like this i f- i feel like their their career would have been ended i know that this particular quote was hugely looked down upon amongst the korean people but it's it's cra- it's just crazy to me that um it's not crazy that there are other things to talk about in music besides love, but it's crazy to me that they pick these types, that this group picks these types of topics. And honestly, it reminds me of HOT back when they were questioning society too. And, you know, HOT was a group that sort of spearheaded the K-pop movement. And BTS is honestly quite frankly like another hot except in the aspect um that they're bringing k-pop to the entire world so hot bought k-pop to korea to the k 
and BTS is bringing K-pop to the entire world, the United States, um, where I personally never thought it would become as huge as it, as it is. Like I literally, I, okay, so I ordered a copy of Map of the Soul 7 on Big Hit's website, um, and that was version three. And not knowing or remembering or something that they have BTS albums for sale down the street at Target. And so Friday, when the album came out, I looked on the Target website and I saw that they had the albums in the actual store. So I so I went to the store and I got one. I ended up getting version one because I don't know. Odd numbers are my thing. So one and three. I'm still waiting on number three, but just the fact, just the sheer fact that you can go down the street in a hick town and buy K-pop is absolutely crazy to me. Not only did I get BTS, um, not only did I get BTS albums, I got Super M albums. Now, like thinking about Taemin being in a store down the street for me is honestly mind-blowing because okay let's get back on track but so when I heard on yesterday morning um I had heard a clip previously and I and I was like this the song doesn't sound like much I I can't really figure out anything from this 30 second clip um, I'm not expecting too much but then I start the video and for me, what does it is dances. So like a song can be absolutely mediocre. And I'm not saying that the song is, but a song can be absolutely mediocre. But if you have some bomb dance moves to that song, automatically it becomes 10 times better for me. And I was listening to this song at first. Okay, I, I was watching the music video. I was watching them dance. And honestly, it was, it gave me chills. Not just because of the dance moves either. Um, the the sound was so much more complex than I expected. The the dance moves were, I mean, this this song was already at a ten, and this made that ten times better for me. Um, the choreography like was good. The the background dancers had more of a purpose than just you know being in the background like it it for me it was a lot more mind-blowing than I could have ever expected and map of the soul seven has I mean you know it's only February February it's it's got to be the best album of the year so far so the 18th song on the album um we are bullet proof the eternal um it hit me in the feels and I feel like I'm late to the party like I I like like I started liking BTS as much as I do now way late like I should have been liking them this much for a really long time but bulletproof really hit me in the in the feels and and here's why because, okay, so my ultimate and favorite group of all time is TVXQ. And one of the most devastating moments for me in K-pop history is when that group 
split up into two. Um, and when I really sat down and I sort of digested the song and listened to it a few times, it made me realize that groups with this many members and that last for seven plus years are extremely hard to come by. If you, if you think about it, BTS has the same members they've had since they debuted in 2013. And, and that's not an easy accomplishment. Like there have been groups that have continued promoting under circumstances where they've had to lose group members because of um, Chinese laws or um, uh, the contracts weren't exactly working out for specific um, members and things like that. But BTS is one of those groups that has been around for a long time and stayed like true to themselves and Honestly, it makes me emotional to think about, which is crazy. I know I'm a grown woman. I shouldn't be crying over these other, these men or women in foreign countries. But in all reality, and this this sounds crazy, but in all reality, K-pop raised me and sort of helped me to become the person that I am today. Oh my God. I said I wasn't going to cry. Okay. I told y'all that this album brings out emotions that you didn't even know that you had in the first place. Anyway, like I was saying, Bulletproof is just one of those songs um, that makes me think that I should have appreciated the talent when I, when I saw them the first time. Um, in 2013 it makes me just the song makes me think about all the groups and um, artists that I've appreciated in the past um, that either are no longer a part of their original groups or are just not around anymore Um, so yeah like TVXQ and like um, Shiny and XO and yeah, it just makes me upset because the song or this album would have felt more like um, it would have felt more like a proud moment if I had appreciated them earlier. Now it feels it now listening to it um, and becoming like the fan that I am now um, it just makes me sad to think about all of the groups in the past that have yeah that have lost members um another thing that I've been seeing on social media about this song in particular is um that this is like BTS's final stand like it's their final song forever or whatever and and honestly, that cannot be true. I, I understand that Jean goes into the military this year and um, 
I mean, they have, but they all, like, all seven of them have six more years left on their contracts. Um, 2026 is when it's, it's probably going to be done for them. Like, that'll probably be the moment they retire, because by then it will have been 14 years as a, a group under the spotlight, and, and we've seen it described in their songs, and even in like the notes that come with their albums that, that this lifestyle is is difficult and and we we know because of like you know there's also Sasang fans follow them around constantly like being being a K-pop star being BTS being who they are is is not I'm sure it's not an easy life I'm sure that it's it's fulfilling to an extent but they have no private private life or privacy and so i i think that we should all just enjoy enjoy what they have for now in the moment it there's no use thinking about the future you know you got to enjoy the moments you have with with people and songs now you know, um, yeah, so I'm looking forward, uh, honestly, okay, I don't think I said anything about this yet, but I'm, I am going to be at the May 17th BTS concert, and this is my first K-pop concert in all of 12 years since being a K-pop fan, and I couldn't be more excited because I've heard nothing but good things about um, BTS's concerts. Um, the sad thing, though, going back to Bulletproof, is like having to hear that song at the end of the concert is going to be a little bit rough on my emotions. I, I'm extreme. I, I'm an extremely emotional person. Just for the record, um, I'll cry over any little thing, especially after. Um, especially after giving birth. I don't know, my hormones never went back to where they were supposed to be in the first place. Um, so yeah, I'm going to my first K-pop concert, May 17th in Atlanta. Um, if any of you are going to be there, you should let me know so that we can link up because I've never, I've never had this kind of experience before. I don't have a bangtan bomb. I was planning on buying one when I get there. I don't know how it works with the Bluetooth situation. Um, but I do have a light stick, but it is not fancy like that one. I have a TVXQ light stick and it doesn't hook up to anything. At least I don't think it does. I haven't tried it yet, but, um, yeah, I'm excited, um, to go. It's actually my wedding anniversary gift. So it's going to be a fun time. I plan on eating a lot of Korean food while I'm down there. Um, but yeah, um, so those are really all of my <laughs> opinions. I mean, like I said, most of these songs, uh, we've heard before. Um, my personal favorite, um, that's new is My Time. I really like My Time and Moon. Those are my two, and, uh, I don't know if I should say it. Okay, so Ugg, yeah, those three are my three favorite songs on the entire album. Also, 
Sia features on on but I don't quite understand like what she adds to the song besides ad-libs like I'm not sure what the point of having her on there is maybe it's for publicity like to gain more fans or whatever I don't know I've always thought that if um Americans feature on uh k-pop music either they they're trying to be a k-pop star or they're just doing it for clout like they just want the attention or something um that's how I feel about Halsey um but that's a topic for another day I'm I don't think that Sia is one of those artists because she doesn't even show her face in the first place but yeah anyway that's a topic for another day um Respect is also one of those songs that I really like. And honestly, any song with, with where Sugar has a lot of lines, I'm down for. My Time is my favorite. I, I don't, so I've never really heard just Jungkook's voice before. And honestly, like, when I was first listening to it, I didn't think that that was him. And, but I, but I couldn't think about who, who else it would have been, honestly. I didn't think it was him because it's, it's just such a beautiful song and I don't mean that to be like rude but it I I don't know I have that song I've had that song on repeat for the past two days because that is my absolute favorite on the album if you're not a fan of BTS now then I solely encourage you to go and listen to this album all right this turned me from a non-believer into a believer. And I know I bought those tickets to the concert and I bought them originally just to take pictures of um, everything that goes on there um, for um, the podcast's Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook pages. But now, honestly, I couldn't have asked for literally any better a anniversary gift like this is probably the best gift that I could ever get because BTS is probably worth it and this this is probably going to be one of the most exciting things that the exciting concerts that I've ever been to honestly I've only ever been to two which was like Fall Out Boy and Pat Metheny and I went to the Pat Metheny one because my parents like Pat Metheny and the Fall Out Boy one was fun um, but I was always all the way at the back once again, I'm all the way at the back because those um, front seats were kind of expensive. And I see people on Ticketmaster selling the tickets now for like a th- almost a thousand dollars. And I'm, I'm not I'm not about to do that. But like I was saying, you don't want to be later than I was to the party. Well, you already are. But I'm saying like you don't want to be any later than right now. Go check them out if you are a non-believer. <laughs> Go and check them out and and then you'll understand why, like what all the hype is. And for me, it's not just about like how they look or any of like the superficial reasons at this point. Because like, I mean, when they first debuted, like they, they were okay. I'm not going to lie. Like, but... You can see just the progression and maturity 
of of like music and like you can see you can see how they like how different they are from just like the regular k-pop idol i guess like they're they're just different you can tell that they they work hard for what they have and they appreciate the opportunities that they have a lot more than like even just regular american pop artists once again thank you for tuning in to another episode of not your k podcast i am your host hannah today's song of the day is my time by bts make sure you follow me on instagram twitter and like our facebook page so you can let me know what you thought about today's episode and bts's map of the soul 7 album i'll see y'all next time bye